some sex, exercise and nutrition credentials and certifications. Many people work as athletes in the areas of exercise and nutrition. However, their backgrounds and training may be very different. Some are healthcare professionals such as medical doctor, MD, registered dietitian, RD, physical therapist, PT, or registered clinical exercise physiologist, RCET. These licenses and certifications require at least a bachelor's degree and successful completion of a written exam. In some cases, higher degrees and more training are needed. An RD must be complete an internship. An RCEP must complete a master's degree in exercise science, exercise physiology, or kinesiology, and an MV must complete medical school and postgraduate training such as internship as and residencies. Healthcare professions generally have rigorous standards because patients can be harmed if practitioners are not properly trained. However, Athletes at all skill levels may work with those who are not healthcare professionals. Such practitioners may or may not possess certifications that are professionally rigorous. There are many types of practitioners in the area of exercise science. There are a wide variety of practitioners in this exercise and fitness field. Personal trainers working at local health clubs, individual sports coaches, strength and conditioning coaches, fitness or life coaching, athletic trainers, exercise physiologists, and clinical exercise specialists in a clinic or hospital working with patients with diagnosed cardiac, pulmonary, or metabolic disease. The background, experience, academic training, and preparation of practitioners in the exercise fitness field may also vary dramatically. In today's popular culture, a fitness expert might be anyone from a real reality TV celebrity with his or, or uh, her own exercise DVD to a research scientist with a PhD in exercise physiology presenting results of a study at a national conference. Consumers may be further confused by the various terminology and titles used to describe practitioners, for example, personal trainer, exercise physiologist, physical therapist, exercise specialist, and so on, and the lack of a single national or international organization that oversees the credentials of practitioners. At present, there are very few regulations governing who can give exercise advice or work directly with individuals or groups, but the public is best served by practitioners who have an appropriate background in anatomy, physiology, and principles of exercise and fitness. They should also have experience in the assessment of fitness and design and implementation of safe and effective fitness programs for individuals and groups. One way to determine if exercise or fitness practitioners have the necessary and appropriate knowledge is to look at their academic training. College and university degrees in exercise science, kinesiology, physical education, and other related degrees are available from many institutions at the undergraduate or and graduate level. There is a growing movement for accreditation accreditation of these academic programs through the Commission of Accreditation of Allied Health Education Programs, which provide evidence that an academic program meets rigorous educational standards. 
Certification programs can also attest to the skills and experience of the fitness practitioner. There are many certification programs available, many with minimal requirements, but there are some that require specific educational degrees and through uh, preparation in the field. For example, the American College of Sports Medicine certifies clinical exercise specialists, health fitness specialists, and personal trainers. The academic preparation of each is different. Clinical exercise specialists must have a bachelor's degree in an allied health field, such as exercise physiology, physical therapy, or nursing. Health fitness specialists must have an associate's or bachelor's degree in any number of allied health fields, whereas a personal trainer must have a high school degree or the equivalent to be certified. Because academic training is different, scope of practice is also different. Brief explanations of these exercise certification can be found in Figure 1.21. In addition to those already mentioned, other practitioners such as a certified strength and conditioning specialist and a certified athletic trainer may work closely with athletes. The CSCS is a certification by the National Strength and Conditioning Association, which tests and certifies individuals who can design and implement safe and effective strength and conditioning programs. To be eligible, a candidate must have a bachelor's or chiropractic degree or be enrolled as a senior at an accredited college or university and have a current CPR or cardiopulmonary resuscitation. Recitation Certification ATCs are allied healthcare professionals who provide for risk management and injury prevention, acute care of injury and illness, and assessment and evaluation of injury, and who conduct therapeutic modalities and exercise. To be eligible for certification, candidates must have a degree from an accredited college or university athletic training program that includes both academic and clinical requirements and pass the certification exam. There are many types of practitioners in the area of nutrition. Similar to the field of exercise science, there are many types of practitioners in the field of nutrition. A registered dietitian is a food and nutrition expert. An RD must earn a bachelor's degree with specialized dietics courses complete 6 to 12 months of supervised practice or internship, pass a national exam, and meet continuing professional educational requirements. In addition to the RD, which is a national certification, dietitians may also be subject to state licensure laws. More information about registered dietitians can be found at the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. For merely the American Dietetics Association website, registered dietitians have clinical training, counseling experience, and a solid background in nutrition assessment. They translate the science of nutrition into practical solutions for healthy living. In many states, anyone can legally give general nutrition advice, but only certain practitioners can give medical nutrition therapy (MNT). MNT is nutrition advice that is intended to prevent, treat, or cure a disease or disorder. 
MMT requires extensive training and usually falls under the scope of practice of physicians, registered dietitians, and those with master's degrees in clinical nutrition. Nutritionists refer to someone who has studied nutrition. It's a very general term, and academic training can range from marginal to rigorous. For example, one online university certifies a nutritionist after they complete just six online courses and pass an exam. Contrast that academic training with a person with a master's degree in nutrition science. A science-based bachelor's degree is a prerequisite, and the master's degree degree requires at least two years of coursework and research study in the area of nutrition. When the term nutritionist is used, consumers should inquire about the practitioner's academic background. Certification in the field of sports nutrition is available. A registered dietitian who has specialized knowledge and experience in sports nutrition is eligible to be board certified as a specialist in sports dietetics. To be eligible to take the board certification exam and the individual must be an RD for minimum of two years with at least 1500 hours of sports nutrition experience in the past five years. CSDDs are referred to as sports dietitians. The International Society of Sports Nutrition offers the CISSN, Certified Sports Nutritionist from the International Society of Sports Nutrition. This certification requires the individual to possess a four-year undergraduate degree, preferably in exercise science, kinesiology, physical education, nutrition, biology, or related biological science. There is an alternative pathway that does not require a four-year degree and is based on five years of experience and possession of two other certifications. The CISNN requires a successful completion of the CISSN certification exam. Scope of practice helps establish professional boundaries. Who is qualified to make nutrition and training recommendations to athletes? Because health, nutrition, and exercise are interrelated, the lines between these disciplines are sometimes blurry, and there is some overlap among various practitioners. Scope of practice definitions help establish professional boundaries by outlining the skills, responsibilities, and accepted activities of practitioners. Such definitions take into account academic training and professional knowledge and experiences. Certifications and licenses are one way to formally define scope of practice, but not all health, exercise, and nutrition practitioners are formally licensed, and some certifications are voluntary. In some states, scope of practice may be legally defined. Many professional organizations have clear statements regarding scope of practice. Scope of practice protects both consumers and practitioners. Consumers can be assured that practitioners have been properly trained and are qualified to practice. Likewise, practitioners are aware of their professional boundaries and can avoid areas in which they do not have appropriate training and skills. When a client needs fall outside a practitioner's scope of practice, the appropriate response is to acknowledge these limits and make a reference to a qualified practitioner. Practitioners may be professionally and personally liable if they work outside their scope of practice and their clients are harmed.
Practitioners must recognize the limitations of their training, skills, and knowledge. Many practitioners have basic but not advanced knowledge of nutrition and physical fitness. In such cases, professional organizations often suggest using and promoting only general nutrition and exercise materials that are in the public domain. Public domain documents can be freely copied and distributed. There are excellent public domain general nutrition and fitness materials produced by federal government agencies and large health-oriented organizations such as the American Heart Association, Dietary Guidelines for Americans, and uh, service, uh, Services and U.S. Department of Agriculture. My plate and uh, CSM's position statements are examples. The use of public domain general nutrition and exercise material is unlikely to cause harm, and consumers receive cons- consistent health, uh, health-related messages from professionals. Specific nutrition and training recommendations for athletes should be made by practitioners who are qualified to do so, to most effectively help athletes and to avoid potentially harming them. It's important to know and respect professionals' boundaries and to make referrals to other qualified professionals. Key points. Certification vary widely in their requirements. Many exercise and nutrition-related certifications do not require a bachelor's degree. Practitioners must recognize the limits of their knowledge, training, and expertise, otherwise athletes can be harmed. Summary Sports nutrition combines the scientific disciplines of exercise physiology and nutrition. The ultimate goal is improved performance, which involves both skill development and training. Proper nutrition helps to support training, performance, and recovery as well as good health. Sports nutrition principles are based on sound general nutrition principles that have been modified to reflect the demands of training and competition for the athlete's sports and position. Dietary supplements are widely used by athletes but are not well regulated in the United States. Athletes should take into account the legality, ethics, purity, safety, and effectiveness of any dietary supplements with the understanding that many are not effective and some may contain banned substances. Sports nutrition recommendations should be evidence-based. The most conclusive evidence comes from studies that are randomized, double-blinded, placebo-controlled, and published in peer-reviewed journals. The results of research studies are often misinterpreted or misapplied. The role of the professional is to provide sound science-based information and to correct erroneous, erroneous information. Athletes are subject to much misinformation via the internet, especially concerning dietary supplements. Practitioners must understand and respect the limitation of their training skills and knowledge. Scope, scope of practice definitions help establish professional boundaries and protect athletes and practitioners. A referral should be made when an athlete's need for outside a practitioner's scope of practice. Many people who work with athletes are certified or licensed. Some certifications are rigorous but others are not.